0: We need to talk about investing, a beginner investor podcast from Charles Stanley. Thank you so much
1: for being here for this episode of We Need to Talk About Investing. My name is Erica White, and today I'm joined by my lovely and very knowledgeable colleagues. We've got finance pros Rob Morgan, CST's chief analyst, alongside Lisa Kaplan, director of One Step Financial Planning, to answer some hugely important questions about investing through de- different decades of life. Hi, Rob and Lisa. How are you guys? Hi, Erica.
2: Very good, thank you.
1: So, now it's no secret that as we age, our lifestyles, priorities, and obligations shift. It certainly doesn't happen at the same pace for everyone, but it is true nonetheless. Things do change as time goes on. So, with this in mind, we're going to be talking to our lovely professionals about the key things to keep in mind through various decades. So for many, your 20s might be filled with graduating, starting a career, climbing out a student debt hole, et cetera, et cetera. It also might be about traveling, interning, making ends meet, or at least that's how I spend a lot of my 20s anyways. And amongst all the chaos and confusion that is early adulthood, it might be hard to know how exactly to start or what to do when it comes to getting finances in order. But luckily, Rob and Lisa are here to talk us through it. Uh, let's just start off with this question here. Uh, let's look at what do you think are the financial priorities in your 20s? In your 20s, you you've probably
0: into your first job, um, and there'll be a lot of change, a lot of things happening. Um, the priorities, I think, of what you can do is set up good financial habits, which will really put you in a good position going forward. It's very difficult to imagine, you know, what's going to happen 20, 30, 50 years from now, but you can do some things now that will put you in a good place ongoing. And the the obvious things are sorting out expensive debt that you may have. Um, And not all debt is bad, I mean, um, but some is. Um, Expensive, unsecured debt, the priority should be to sort that out. Obviously, it's got to be affordable, um, and also the second thing that I would think people should do is make sure they've got an emergency fund. Things happen; you need to have something to sustain you if you, for some reason, can't work for a few months. Rob, what do you think are some of the financial priorities in your twenties?
2: Yeah, I think that's 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 right. Certainly, debt is the is the big one, and that's you know unfortunately hanging over a lot of people. So for lots of people, it's about kind of building. Some resilience in the first instance and kind of um, making sure you've got you're, you're, you're on a firm footing um, from that point of view so that you can work towards you know the broader goals so buying a house or um, and, and you know trying to forge the career path that you that you want to but also have um, you know at the back of your mind as well the fact that you know in your 20s you've got a huge amount of time, to yeah. save and invest towards those goals that are coming later on so the earlier you start the better and easier it will be for you when you come to uh actually um you know further down the line when you need to draw on that 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 money but it's very difficult because obviously in the in your 20s you don't have you know the same level of earnings you know you're starting off um you know at the the uh, at a lower rung on the on the on the ladder uh, in terms of in terms of income, so it can be it can be hard. But Lisa's right in terms of the um, the habits that you get into and and kind of budgeting, so that you're in a place where you can actually save money and invest money and getting into those habits. So you're not missing that money going out, perhaps into a savings account or into an investment each each month is really going to help you further down the line.
1: I think for a lot of people, especially in their early twenties. Being broke is a big part of those early years. And so definitely I think understanding, understanding the the debts that you are taking on. So for example, understanding credit card debt, understanding student loan debt and what those things mean to to me would be a really important thing. Those are things that I wish I would have been able to Mm. have been taught in my early 20s. I know that I certainly didn't understand the logistics of credit cards when I first got when I got my first one and had a real sorry awakening. Um, with my dad making me cut up a credit card in front of him when I was about 21, 22, because I didn't understand how they actually worked. Um, How important is paying off debt, especially
0: in those times? Can you guys go into that a little bit? What's important, really important, is that you manage your debt and don't let it get out of control. I mean, firstly, it's expensive to pay off, but also it can have a longer-term impact on your credit rating, which would one day affect sort of the rate you can get to pay on your mortgage. Um, So Paying debt regularly on time is the most important thing. So you it's it's managed and you're dealing with it. I I think that's really important. Totally, and
2: that can improve your your credit rating, right? Mm. Uh, when you do yeah. start to pay back, Absolutely. debt. Uh, as well, which can help when you apply for a mortgage, etc.
1: So there is a lot going on in your twenties, of course, and you are only just getting started with your life. We did touch on that already. But what are the first kind of things you think that you need to be thinking about in, when it comes to finances, or maybe even trying to dabble in investing?
0: Um, I would actually delay investing until you've sorted out debt and you've got an emergency fund. There's one caveat to that, which is in your if you're employed and you uh, you've got a pension make sure that you're bagging all the free money, so to speak, which comes um, with a pension because those early year contributions, which which are invested, will make a huge difference. They've got so long to grow.
1: That does segue me perfectly into my next question here, Lisa. So for many in their 20s, that's when you get your first taste of full-time work. And with that comes the introduction to the world of pensions. Anything specific you think that the people in their
0: 20s should know about pensions? generally i've got kids in their 20s and when they talk to me about jobs you know they're getting into their first jobs and i say to them what's the pension like and say, i don't know say well find out because different companies give more or less generously to the pension scheme and to a 20 year old that's completely oh whatever you know but it will make a difference in the long run it really will Compound returns is
1: something that I hear about time and time again. uh Rob, can you talk us through a little bit about the concept of concept of of compound returns and its importance, especially for those who have time on their side?
2: Yeah, sure, so compound returns is basically getting returns on your returns, not just for you know your first iteration of returns it's it, it's something that builds up over time. So getting returns on your returns, then returns on those returns as well. So what it equates to is a sort of snowballing effect where where you start to sort of accumulate uh, money if your investments go well slowly at first, but then as the snowball rolls down the hill, it picks up speed and it picks more up more snow as it goes. Um, and that's a really powerful way um, that uh, people can build wealth, over time and it's the same for all investors you know whether you're starting with a small amount or, or a large amount everybody can take advantage of of compounding and the ingredients really are time and just patience just leaving it alone so the longer you have the longer runway you have for your snowball to roll down the hill you know the the more snow it's going to pick up along the way but if you start to interrupt it and Take money out and, and 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 interfere with the process, then you know that's when it, it starts to uh, it can start to, uh, to to kind of falter. So um, time is really important, and also not taking on too much risk that you get wiped out. Because otherwise, if you take on too much risk and you don't have enough uh, uh, ability to to recover from that, so if you lose half your investment, you've got to basically double your investment to to get back to where you started. And that's a kind of catastrophic kind of loss that you can't recover from. So you need to not interfere with the, the compounding process. And unfortunately, a lot of people are drawn into things that are kind of highly speculative. So if we think about, you know, crypto oh, yeah. or meme stocks or you know those kind of fashionable things that people
1: the hottest thing at the moment right the thing that the internet is talking about at yeah, the time. The, yeah the fomo
2: kind yeah. of things that everybody wants to own of, of the moment and they're wondering whether they should should follow the herd And um, and actually what you want for compounding is is kind of not to try and shoot the lights out but to have a gradual positive return that Slowly up to the ante each year in terms of the the amount that you're actually making because you're getting returns on the returns you've made previously.
1: So when yeah. thinking about being in my twenties, at least um, FOMO or like fear of missing out or wanting to follow what everybody else is doing was a huge thing I think for me and also for a lot of people that are that age. And I think that it is easy to be to be getting caught up and if you see that everybody is in is for example investing in crypto or investing in Whatever a meme stock or, or AI, which is something that's really hot right now, um, or even taking on a loan that might be a very bad idea to be doing. How important do you guys think it is to do your research independently when you're trying to make financial decisions, um, especially
0: when you are in your twenties? I think the important thing for for any investment um is to not put it all in one thing. Yeah. So to have different investments. Um so you're not relying on the performance of one company. Um and an easy way to get that is through a, an index fund, um, a, a tracker, and those can be quite uh inexpensive. Um and 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 as Rob said, it's it's. Uh, don't try to be too clever. Um, if everybody's doing something and thinks that looks interesting, find out more, dig deeper. How hard do you think it is, Rob, to be yeah. doing your research?
2: I mean, I think um, it's so easy to get caught up in in kind of hype. You know, especially with social media. It, you know, it's it, it is very easy, and we saw it sort of, kind of during the pandemic and just after as well, with a lot of you know, attention on these kind of sort of hot areas. And it feels like sort of now that's that's kind of died away. And actually, um, you know, possibly it's a kind of less dangerous time. And actually when you should be worried and, and kind of um, nervous about something is actually when it's really sort of highly popular. Um, so my my message really is to kind of keep things simple and, you know, ensure, as Lisa mentioned, that you've got sort of diversification not reliant on one particular thing and the problem is in your 20s you're kind of impatient you want to kind of get to that you know next step that next level like really quickly and that's you know that's why people um get sucked in to to these things because it's it's a it's a kind of promise of of riches in in kind of a short space of time but you know unfortunately the world doesn't generally work like that you know that they you know there are going to be people that that kind of through luck you know make make a quick buck but you know that is a kind of gambling mentality and it's not proper investing which is a unfortunately a kind of slower bit more boring process although the results can be a lot uh, 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 you know much more interesting over a long period of time so yeah do 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 your own own research and you know talk to people about you know the options available and what's right for you and and certainly you know don't bet the farm on one particular area
0: uh, you know I'll, I'll add to that i mean we have resources on our website i'm often when i'm speaking to people i'm pointing them to our preferred funds list mm-hmm. um which is on our website it's got a whole lot of suggestions there picked by our experts yes yeah. our the our own charles uh, charles stanley research team yeah um, and that's a,
2: a great short list for kind of investment ideas and you know you're going to be diversified with a with the fund because you know each fund is is invested in you know 40 to 60 different stocks typically um so you're not putting all your eggs in one basket and you know of course your, your money can go down but um you know it's not like investing in a in a single share where you know your fate is in the in the hands of one particular company essentially
1: so if somebody is wanting to get started in investing and they are in their 20s i know that we did have a couple things that we did want them to be keeping in mind right one of them was pay off any high interest debt one of them was invest into your pension if you have a workplace pension and then the third one
0: was Get get have an emergency fund have an emergency fund and i would say the best way to do that is have sort of automated saving. So decide how much you can afford every month to come out of your current account and go into a savings account until you've got, better three months, say. Yeah, um, yeah, and our yeah, our, our
1: recommendation for emergency fund is three to six months right. of expenses, but that does vary from person to person.
2: It's going to vary, isn't it? Because. Yeah, I think in your 20s, actually, sometimes you are a bit more sort of footloose and and adaptable.
1: I could survive on ramen alone for three months, (laughs) right?
2: (laughs) Whereas by the time you get to your 30s, say, you know, you might be sort of of settling down in one particular area, putting down roots. And then it's harder. It is harder to, um, you know, suddenly change tax. So, you know, at that stage, you perhaps need a a larger emergency fund. But, um, yeah, certainly before you're investing, you need to pay off those debts and and have those... um, uh, those, those, there's the money set by that you can, you can get to easily. And, you know, the other thing I'd say about that is, you know, the interest rates on cash have gone up recently. So, you know, shop around for the, for the best interest rates and, but don't necessarily, um, lock in to a rate as well, because, you know, emergency fund is for an emergency and you don't want to have to wait a year on a fixed rate deposit to get your money. It needs to be kind of easily accessible. So choose the right account for, what you need that.
1: Absolutely. Well, Lisa, Rob, thank you both so much for all of that information. That was hugely, hugely helpful. And thank you to all of you for listening. So if you're keen to learn more about personal finance or investing more generally, please do join us for one of our free webinars, download our guides, or watch our video content. Or you can hop on a free 50-minute chat with one of our experts. The road to financial freedom starts with one simple step and the journey is about more than just money. Thank you guys all so
0: much again. Bye-bye. We need to talk about investing. A beginner investor podcast from Charles Stanley. The value of investments can fall as well as rise. Investors may get back less than invested. Past performance is not a reliable guide to the future.